We are back for a third season of Chit Chat with Corley, our summer podcast where we bring on special guests. And today, couldn't think of a better way to start the third season than bringing on some very special guests. We're joined by Coach Jerry Emerson, Claire Overfelt, and Will Jefferson. We got the running crew in here today. How are y'all doing? Great. Doing well, yeah. Excited to be on here. <laughs> yeah, Will, Will had, uh, I had Will back two years ago in radio TV. Didn't really know Claire uh, uh, when she was here at Whiteland, just other than track. And then Jerry, of course, you've dragged me all the way out to Monrovia now at this point. So we've, uh, we've gotten a little bit closer over the years. But really wanted to bring back because we have some great runners in this room. And, you know, I've talked about why Whiteland a lot. And I want to start, uh, Jerry, with you. When you had Claire and you had Will, back when they were in their youngest part of their running stage, did you think that they'd be at the point that they are now? Claire at Indiana, Will J at Liberty running at the D1 level. Uh, for one, I would say yes. For the other, no. And that's, <laughs> I think that's pretty apparent based on the history they had in high school and even in middle school. But um, I mean, I'll, I'll refer to Claire to go back to her high school career and so forth. And But we know, you know, Will was good early on, um, and everybody knew that. So we knew there was a chance that he could be really a special runner here at Whiteland and beyond. So um, that was kind of the big the picture we saw for him down the road, his future. Claire took a completely different path, lots of ups and downs and in running and out of running. And I'll let her talk about that later. But it's, yeah, basically they took completely two different paths to where they are. And it's been really neat to see both of them take those different routes and where they are now. And Will, I think a lot of people know your story, you know, the, the running phenom through high school, the state championship, going to Liberty. I've been trying to get the word out there about Claire. Like, if you don't know the story from Whiteland, Claire is a great story. And what Jerry's talking about is, so Claire, tell us a little about, I guess, your path, maybe starting through your senior year of high school and then going forward. Yeah, so I didn't run pretty much for two years. My sophomore year and my junior year, I was kind of injured. And um, I started running again, like, my senior year, but I had no, like, I did not want to run in college. But towards, like, the end of track, I felt like I still had, a, like, a lot left like to do and then I was still in good shape so I signed up for like a half marathon and started training for that and then I did the run club at IU and I don't know Emerson was kind of the one who convinced me to reach out to um, coach poor because he was like oh I think like your times are good enough and I really didn't think they were but so I emailed him and asked to see if I could have a spot on the team and he interviewed me and then yeah gave me a shot so I'm very grateful for that but definitely um very interesting route to getting there and didn't think I would that would ever happen yeah so when so. you're when you're going to IU did you already have like this idea oh I want to be on the running club or was it just kind of like oh I'm here I might as well do this yeah so I in the summer I wanted like a group of people to train with and I still wanted to do competitions but kind of like chill atmosphere like if I wanted to go to practice then I would and just do kind of whatever I wanted so I had like researched a little bit into the run club and how it worked and they have it's called like NERCA so they have like regionals and nationals for track and cross country with like other like especially like big 10 schools will like compete like Michigan is one that has like a really big run club so that was important to me and like doing that because I enjoyed competing and running like somewhat competitively but on my own kind of accord so I looked for that but not I didn't think about joining the team at all until like maybe a week or literally 24 hours before I was like okay I'll reach out to the coach and it just happened like really fast but I'm so grateful that I made that decision yeah so. I remember when I was at Indiana 
uh, I was coming out of high school, I played some tennis, not at a very high level, but I was like, oh, I'll play some club tennis at Indiana, just thinking like, it's a club, like mm-hmm. any other club, not realizing like people are like, oh yeah, they travel and they play the yeah. Illinois club team. And all those. I was like, oh, that's not me. That's, I'm not that good. <laughs> like I was a JV tennis player. So uh, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. I want to go to Will for a second because Will, obviously, like Jerry said, from the moment you come into high school, you've kind of got this path, this plan. What was that? How hard is it to stick to that? Especially when you have kind of everybody's talking about how good you're going to be, you know, this is what you can achieve. Was there pressure at all throughout your four years to live up to that? And then, you know, kind of take us through your recruiting process because eventually, you know, you are starting to live up to it. Now you've got all these schools getting interested. Yeah. So I would say throughout high school, I didn't ever have that pressure. Um, I didn't have the, uh, the weight on my shoulders to do anything because I enjoyed it so much. And I found like, uh, just, just, the freedom of uh, going out for fun for runs and and competing. And I just love competition in itself. So I didn't have that weight on my shoulders at all. But I think once I got to the stage where I was getting recruited and um, and then times became super important, it almost became uh, I mean, especially now, it's like it's like a business in a way. It's like you want to run and you're getting your college paid for. And it's like trying to kind of make it happen to pay for school and to, to have success past just enjoyment. So it's, it's, um, I wouldn't say like throughout high school I had that all, but definitely nowadays I I see it more and more. And then when you were getting recruited, what, you know, I think back when that was happening, I think Baylor was kind of on the radar if I'm not mistaken. What were, you know, what goes into the decision-making process? Obviously for Claire, she's like, I'm going to IU for, for school. You're, you're choosing a school based on running. Of course, there's probably some other factors, but what kind of played into, you know, and that, and what's it like, you know, I would love to know what it's like to have all these schools calling you up being like, Hey, we want you to come here. Yeah. Um, it, so the big thing for me when my, when I was getting recruited was to look for a school that was looking for character more than anything, looking for, um, the person that I was over just the runner that I was. And so that's where I got to like the last few schools I was looking at. I was looking at Iowa state. I was looking at Baylor, um, I loved Michigan, so I kept them on my radar, and then Liberty, of course. And so um, when it really came down to it, I was looking at the coach and, and how the team worked together. Um, and just I, I really wanted – because there's life past running, and so um, if running derailed in any way, I wanted to be at a place where I was happiest. Um, and so that that was like my main objective, main goal, and um, Liberty just worked out perfectly to where uh, I could have that, I could have – uh, running success there, um, but then I can leave the college and and know that I got more out of it than just running. So, Claire, how would you say that you know in terms of now that you are on the IU, which I just love seeing. I'm like I can follow IU XCTF <laughs> and I can see her every now and then pop up there. How would you say that it's been transitioning from the club team to the Big Ten Division One level in terms of first of all just team fit and the teammates, and then just also you know, the work aspect of it, I'm sure it's a lot different than the club running. Oh, yeah. Um, My transition actually from high school to college was a lot smoother, I feel like, than a lot of people like coming into IU, just because I had like the club as kind of like a buffer between the two, because it's like the perfect in between, I guess, of like college running and then like high school running. But as far as like the team, like the girls were super welcoming, like um, Brenner, Hannah, and then Audrey were the only two other sophomores. So it's a very small like class for distance, but they were super welcoming to me. And But yeah, running at the Big Ten level, especially for a track, it's definitely pretty intense and the expectations are pretty high because they really do want you to score and they do care about like where we are ranked. So that was a big change for me, but I feel like 
the coaches, like especially um, my coach, Coach Poor, he was very like, this is your first time like running at this level and was understanding of how like uh, my intensity in high school, like I never really went to state other than like a four by eight. So he was like, you're not used to learning how to compete. You're just used to like running and running for times. So it's something like learning how to actually race. It's so different than running for like a time. So that's something that I'm still learning, but I feel like um, I started to get the hand of that and like, outdoor but it's it's a really fun environment like big tens especially hosting it it was fun seeing how many people were actually there yeah, that was in bloomington this year yeah so it was fun to like have people because sometimes like you'll go to some of these college meets and they're like smaller and there's not a ton of people there but the environment and it was super like hyped up and everyone was just excited so it's really fun and it makes it really enjoyable and worth it for me so Jerry Claire made a good point there that you know when you're in high school maybe it's more about the times and then you have to learn how to run a race and that's something that you as a coach are probably trying to stress to runners all the time. We were just at the state meet watching the 3200 and uh, someone from my alma mater, a kid from Floyd Central, went out very, very fast and then faded quickly. And we were talking to his coach. He's like, man, he just ran the wrong race. So what is, you know, when people, people don't really know running, what does that mean to you have to run the race? Well, a lot of with distance running, it's so much about patience. Um, and even, you know, referring back to uh, earlier talking to uh, to Will about his career in high school and not having pressure on him. It was about patience in high school. The, the goal is to peak as your senior, not early on. And the races go the same way. So, um, you know, a distance race, you can't win a distance race in the first quarter of the race, but you can sure lose it. And we saw that happen. So um, I think the idea, the understanding of, your body and what you can handle and how you should feel at certain points of a race um, dictates how that race is going to play out. Um, and you, you can't overthink it, but you can't go out and just uh, act like a sprinter there at the beginning and, and, and run yourself down. But the experience is, is really important. Um, what Claire's done this year with very little experience, especially on that level has been incredible. Um, but it, you know, she's only going to get better. And Will has had the experience at the big stage, and now he's starting to carry it into his, into his college career, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, you mentioned the lack of experience. I think it's got to be one thing. You're like, wow, I just made the jump from club running team to now I'm a D1 Big Ten runner. But then did you at that point have any idea that, oh, my gosh, I'll be competing in an NCAA regional in the 10K? What was that feeling like getting to, you know, that's kind of that next step that, Maybe you didn't know that was going to come. And then you also, I uh, think, got to catch up with Bella Jackson at that same regional this year. Yeah, so I did not think that would happen. And if I would have known that, I would not have ran so many 10Ks this last season. So definitely not going to do that next year. But, yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, I got my qualifying time at Penn, and I just ran, like, kind of my own race there, which was so different than some of these other races because I ran it by myself. So... But yeah, it was an amazing experience and um, definitely was not ready to run at that level yet. So I'm hoping that next year I can do a lot more if I qualify and hopefully qualify for regionals again, because it's just like it was such a big group of girls. Like I had never ran with so on the starting line with like 48 girls. Like you'll never do that in track unless you're running a 10K. Maybe like cross country is, I guess, the equivalent of that. But yeah, it was a great experience. And I don't know. I just never predicted that at all like I don't think anyone expected that not even my coaches so that's but. what I was saying I was like I'm always putting on Twitter I'm like if you do not know the Claire Overfelt story familiarize yourself well yeah and to add that I know I'm not supposed to be asking questions but Claire weren't you doing karate 
like your sophomore yeah, year of high school? Wasn't yeah. That- so I didn't run a lot my sophomore year because I had made the U.S. team. So I took some time off from school and I was doing online school at the time, actually, and competing and traveling with that. And then shortly after that, I actually got injured, which was probably due to just doing karate full time and then also trying to run and do cross country and track. So and then after that, I realized that um, I actually did enjoy running more than that because it's just like taking the time off. That's what I missed more, actually. But I feel like a lot of the discipline and stuff now I got from karate and martial arts, which is kind of a funny way to like because people were like, oh, yeah, I did soccer and then I picked running. But yeah, I did martial arts and then picked running. So kind of a little odd. But (laughs) now speaking of unexpected, Will J, maybe more on the on the downside here you had an unexpected injury this year talk a little about I think that so many people whenever they get injured they're it's, it's just that itch to get back but then also having to have the patience as Jerry mentioned not only when you're running but also in the recovery process and what that looked like for you yeah so a lot of people don't know but I broke my femur um, in a race very beginning of cross-country season so uh, that was a pretty hefty injury and I'm actually still kind of seeing um, a little bit of re- repercussion from that um, and so it's been like a long, patient journey. And I think that's the hardest thing with running is that running is a, is a sport where you want to be consistent and, and you want to build and build and build. And so when you're out for six months, it is hard to be able to jump back in and build miles on and stuff. And so for me, I mean, this has been a, the biggest test to my running career. Like you have to sit out and you have to learn and just um, kind of like digest everything because you have to. And, and that, and so, um, I've had to learn how to be patient in different ways. And like when you, when you step away from the sport for that long, you kind of see and you get a glimpse of why you do it. And like, and it, and it just puts a realization in your mind. And so, um, that, I mean, it's been the biggest learning curve. I'm still learning through it. I'm still kind of recovering through it, honestly, in a way, and just trying to get back into shape. Um, but that, I mean, when just being taken out of the sport, uh, you'll, it just immediately makes you learn and, and you have to adapt. And yeah. I was going to say, uh, Claire can kind of relate to that very yeah. much based yeah. on her history. You know, Claire was a really good runner as a freshman. Um, people forget that she was a good runner and then chose, you know, the karate route, which broke my heart, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but chose that. And then, uh, you know, she fought through injuries and struggled there for a little bit. And then, I, I tell people this all the time. Claire was back, but when she was back, <laughs> she graduated. So it was like she was yeah. getting in shape. She was getting really fast. And then uh, then she graduates on me. And then, like she said, she ran club and um, then obviously got on the team this year there at IU. So, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is one of my greatest accomplishments, probably as a coach, <laughs> was talking her into talking to the IU coach. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember like there was an indoor meet, and I asked you if you were like going. You're like, oh, yeah, you're running. And I was like, what is this guy talking about? Like you thought I had like already asked for something to join or something. Because you had asked me like in the cross country, and it took me like months. And then I think finally after nationals, like you asked me again. And I was like, okay, maybe I should. He's asked me like three times now. So what was kind of the but, pause? What was the reason? <clears throat> excuse me. What was the reason that maybe you're like, I don't, I shouldn't do this. Uh, I didn't think I was fast enough yet. Like I was like, uh, cause my 5k time at the, at the time you asked me, I think was like, I'd broken 19 or something, but I was like, man, if I don't get it down to like closer to low 18s, I didn't think I should. But I mean, he, Maybe Coach Porso would have given me a chance, but I feel like I just needed to time it out perfectly if was I it wanted a shot. Situation where you're like, oh, I don't ask twice. Yeah, like, and then also I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that level. Like I just 
didn't think I could do it also. Cause I had heard things like, I don't know, everyone has their stories of like the team, but unless you're on it, you don't know like what the reality is. But I just thought the intensity would be insane going in. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that. And I still wanted to love running cause I had loved, I loved running so much at the time. So I was like, oh, I don't know. So speaking but, of intensity, what's the, for any maybe high school runners that are listening to this or anybody that's listening, what's the biggest maybe shock factor as you go from high school workouts to college workouts, whether that be the diet or just the training schedule or the amount of miles, things like that. Who you want to go? Or no, you, you can go first. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a lot of things. I think um, for me, it's the fact that you go from high school where like you're probably there's like one or two guys on the team that are decent, but then you go to college and it's like everyone is competing whether you're on a team or not, like you're still competing in a way to be the top seven at cross country or, or you're competing for, um, to run at conference or you're competing for a regional mark. You're saying you never had to compete for a spot on the cross country team at (laughs) Whiteland? Uh, no, he has (laughs) it just to clarify, (laughs) but, and then that just makes it, uh, that just like gravitates everybody to, to clean up the diet, to, clean up your sleep like everyone's sleeping nine to ten hours and um the workouts the intensity just um gets a lot harder and and I think especially right now in running everyone's training to a max level everyone's like figuring out a way to train to the best of their ability and I think right now especially collegiate athletics collegiate runners are training like pros and 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 high school runners are training like collegiates and it's just like it's everyone's kind of taking a step up in a way and so um, if you're not on it and if you're not ready for that jump in a way, then you're just going to fall through. Like it, it's just how kind of the system works. Yeah, I think, well, of course, like one big thing that people were like, I feel like a lot of high schoolers are afraid of is like the increased like intensity and like mileage and obviously training and lifting and like nutrition and stuff. But I feel like a lot of it's just staying mentally in there because it's a lot, it's pretty easy. Like if day in, day out, like, especially if you're maybe running like twice a day or you're competing a lot, like you have meets every weekend or every other weekend or whatever, it's hard to remember like the little things to do to stay healthy and it can be difficult. So I think the biggest like thing for me was just trying to keep it fun and remembering like why I'm doing it and just finding enjoyment in like everything and like finding a good group of like people to be with and just remembering your whys and stuff. But yeah, the intensity is definitely a lot um, more than high school, especially like nowadays, like you said, like looking at high schoolers and how they're training, I'm like, Oh my God, they're doing workouts. Like I'm doing, and their easy runs are like so fast even. And it's like all these things, which is like one thing for high schoolers. I feel like some people are overtraining, but I I would, I would say it's a little bit like your jump from middle school to high school where there's kind of a jump there and it's a lot more intense. You've got you know, you're all of a sudden you're running against 17, 18 year old kids and you're a freshman. Um, and then you're doing the same similar type of situation where you're going from high school to college and you're getting there where everybody cares, everybody's into it, everybody's working hard and everybody's talented. So, and it goes back to what I said earlier about being patient. Um, you're a freshman, you got to understand that's where you're at. And if they're way up there, that's where you want to be. Um, and it's going to take time to get there because they put in the miles and the years and the, you know, the training. Um, and yeah, I, I could totally agree with that and, and see how there, there is a big jump. Each level gives you a pretty big jump. You be patient until you get to the, to get where you want to be. So 
Jerry, one of your frustrations, and we won't name any names, has always been runners that can't stick to a running plan or are trying something different or a new fad. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not Jerry. Um, what, I guess, like, with running, again, I'm not a, a running knowledgeable person, but when I think of like a baseball player, okay, they're striking out a lot. They're going to try to change up something with their swing. Maybe it works. Why is that not necessarily the way to go about things in running, changing things up often and trying something new? Well, that's a great question because, I mean, I've changed things over the years and certainly have adjusted based on a lot of research and so forth. So, um, But you've got to understand that it's not always going to be perfect. Um, with distance running, there's always ups and downs based on all kinds of factors. I mean, it could be as simple as weather, could be diet, could be uh, mental state, whatever. So you've got to look at the outside factors as well. If somebody's struggling, that it may not just be what they're doing on the in during the workouts or during the week or whatever. Maybe something something else that's affecting it. So you got to you got to look at all those things and see like what what needs to change, what needs to give to get them back on track and get where they need to be. So um, as far as distance running goes, the programs, there's a million of them out there. Um, It's changed for 50 years. Coaches go with different things. But uh, bottom line is if a kid's got some talent and is willing to work hard, most most of what you're going to do is going to work if if they've got the tools and are willing to do it. Yeah, and I was going to pitch in earlier before we got into that, but I was going to say talent, like – Talent. There's so much talent in high school. It's, running is such a talented sport. Like if you're a, if you're a good runner, you're probably talented at it. But there's a point where your talent is done. Like it, it, you can't continue to run super fast and continue to grow in PR and everything. Your talent will only take you so far, especially in running. Claire, anything you'd yeah. like to add to that? Yeah. No, I totally agree with that because I was like definitely not like super fast in high school. Like I was like an average runner. But I feel like my mindset is really what took me the furthest, just like consistency. And I feel like that goes along with like what he was saying with like training is so many people don't want to be consistent. So they're constantly changing things up or getting discouraged. And it's really just like sticking to just something that, you know, and like trusting the process, like really just waiting and being patient. And that's honestly the most difficult part of running because you'll have some breakouts, some great races, and then you'll go a while without improving for a while and then you'll have another breakout, and it's just being patient, like through that time, and just being consistent. And yeah, it's it's difficult, but it's worth it in the end. So yeah, I think if you if an athlete believes in what they're doing is working, that is a big factor. Mm-hmm. Um, if they feel like whatever it is they're doing is going to help them get better, and they believe in the process, and they're going taking each step, um, that alone is huge. You all talk about the competition aspect of you know you're fighting for a spot to run you know, the cross country meet or to run in the distance events. What, how much of it though is still, it's it's an individual sport, but how much are you relying on teammates to, to push you not just on the track, but you know, it's, it's still, they're your teammates. So how much of it's individual, like I'm doing this myself versus a team aspect. Um, you want to go first or I I can go. Um, I mean, it's, it's both because you're individually trying to PR and run fast, but you're also, I mean, I think one thing that I think about is cross country is such a team sport. And I think I've shifted my gear to think about that. Whereas track, it is a team sport, but in a way, uh, we like to think of it as like individual success. And we're all shooting for certain times to make it to the regional meet or to make it however far. Um, And so I think 
the battle and the, the culture of a team that can healthily um, support each other, but also lift up each other and encourage each other when something doesn't go your way, uh, when someone else is having better success, um, goes a lot farther and it actually helps your success as an individual and the team's success. Um, just, just the, just the better culture, um, in, in a program. So, yeah, it's really important to have like a lot of humility in running because yeah. there's always going to be people who are better than you. And sometimes it's people that are younger than you too, which sucks, but <laughs> It's good to, it's so great to have those people though, because they're going to make you so much better. But like joining the team and having like a strong group of girls to run with has like taken my running to another level because we'll be doing like these really difficult workouts and I'm like, oh, I have to hang on to this person. And otherwise I wouldn't be running like these paces or these times and I wouldn't be like hitting the times in the workouts if it weren't for them. So it's so important. And then I do agree cross country is so much more of a team sport because you have to get like those points and those places to like keep going but in track you do um specialize a lot more like for me like there's not many 10k runners so it's like I kind of had to focus on that but having um a good community and people to like make it easier on those like really hard days is so important to just get through the really long seasons as well so a couple more questions for you one that maybe I'm off here maybe I'm spot on Claire, you again going from the club then to the to the team, the IU team. Was there a moment that maybe you felt like, you know, it, it, it is a business in a way of they want the results, they want you know they want to be competing at the highest level. Was there a moment that you felt like my coach now notices me like oh like now I'm an important member of this team. I'm not just the walk on that had some good times. Was there a moment that you're like wow like I'm, they're starting to take notice of what I'm doing, or was it always they're like always you're on a plan. You know they they think you have that potential. Was there a moment that maybe that kind of clicked where you're like, I, I feel like I'm a valued part of this team. Like I'm, I'm here to compete. Yeah. I think a little bit in cross country when I was picked to help like run at regionals, I was like the seventh runner, I think. Cause it's seven, right? I can't remember. Yeah. Seventh runner. So I was like the last one picked and I was like, okay. So they definitely think I can contribute something. But I think the biggest was kind of when I had a little bit of a breakout in track with a five, my 5k at Tennessee and then my 10k at Penn. Cause like, um, I got like different training for that. And like, so we started doing a little bit more like specialized training for the 10 K and stuff like that. And I feel like I was more noticed and I also could like contribute something, but I feel like overall the coaches do a really good job of just individualizing everyone and knowing that everyone is at a different part in their collegiate journey. But I feel like for outdoor track, especially I felt like, okay, now I can contribute something. And then especially at like the big 10 level, like I can maybe help, scorer for the team and yeah in that aspect well jay for you claire just mentioned a moment ago about it's always difficult when people that are younger than you are starting to run faster than you uh i think it was a month ago colton watson broke your middle school uh rec a couple of your middle school records yeah, two of them how are we feeling about that I, I mean i'm happy for the kid he's in seventh grade so that's <laughs> that's pretty awesome but uh that's something that like I, I kind of pride, um, I, I kind of put pride um, on myself for this is that like Whiteland is kind of changing the way that they view running in a way. And I think uh, Emerson and myself and just kind of uh, just this, this vision that uh, he's kind of set in place um, has really escalated uh, what running is to Whiteland runners. And so for Colton to run this fast, this early, uh, it shows a lot. And, and, and I've had a few conversations like he, he seems like he loves the sport. He's all about it. And um, it's, it's cool to see and see his progression. Um, and I mean a record, like it's fun to have a record, but 
it's also fun to see someone break it and and I hope that he can have the same success in high school as well. So clear this is for you and then I want Jerry, I want you to hop in as well. Right now we're struggling with girls running numbers. I mean, hopefully I think with the with you know middle school coming up, what would you say, Claire, to encourage girls that are in middle school or maybe that are still in high school that maybe they run but they're like, I don't want to run competitively. Why should they consider coming out and running? I think that just the community that you get from it, like all like pretty much all my friends that I still have like from high school, I met either like through running or like a different school or something. So I feel like that, like the bond that you get through that is just amazing. And I feel like it does a lot for you also mentally. Like there is like studies that show like kids who are in sports, like do better in the classroom and stuff. And I feel like even for maybe kids who are struggling in the class, like running can help them so much because it gives them like goals and it's just like times or something that's so easy to like you set a time for a goal and a PR it shows that you're improving which is a great thing which is a lot different from when I did martial arts because it's hard to tell like when you're improving but with running it's like okay I ran a PR like I'm getting better so I feel like setting goals and everyone's goals are important no matter if you're the fastest on the team or the slowest like if you PR that's such a big deal so I feel like um, just to encourage everyone that no matter where they are in their running, like they like matter and they should just, I don't know, stick with it because there's also health benefits and just, there's, I think it's all around great and the support through it. So, uh, to add to that this morning, um, you know, the distance that cross country kids were running and I noticed there was a decent amount of girls, which, um, is exciting. I know that was kind of what we foresaw coming up a decent group because we were, our numbers were really low last year. Um, and coincidentally, one of them is, is Claire's sister, who's a <laughs> freshman, which is exciting. But um, yeah, I, just to kind of uh, piggyback off of what Claire said, it's the sport is so good for, you know, obviously the physical aspect, but so much for the mental aspect as well. Uh, it's, it's great for, uh, you know, just getting out of the house and moving and running and being a part of a team. Um, I know in college, I would have never done it any other way. Running on a team, being on a sports team and at the high school level and college level is just memories and, and stuff that I will, I'll never forget, lifelong friendships. And, um, yeah, and, and like Claire mentioned, it, there is studies out there that, mention, that say that you can, you know, athletes do better in the classroom. They get in routines. They get into habits um, that create success, um, as an athlete, as a human being, obviously, and in, in, in the classroom as well. So there's so many reasons why a student should do sports, whether it's running or something else. It doesn't matter. It's going to be helpful. Um, but I, I always, you know, kids that are, like, on the fence, like, I don't know if I can do it. I've had plenty of kids come out, and I've had, I've had one a few years ago that he, we talked about it where the first day he ran, like, two miles and said he almost died. He was like, oh, my gosh, two miles, I was almost dead. And then by the time he graduated, he was like my number two runner on the team. Um, he was really good in track. Um, and You want to give us a name on that one? Eric Williams. Okay. Um, yes. Um, so Eric Williams is who I'm talking about. Um, so And a lot of people know who he is. But, uh, yeah, so he, we talked about that one time. He may not remember that conversation, but um, – and I've have a long list of athletes to have similar stories that it was a struggle. I was like, just stick it out, give it a couple of weeks. You don't have to be the fastest kid out here. Um, and there's always a time that you can shoot for, like Claire mentioned that you don't have to, you know, 
score 25 points a game or whatever. You're just trying to figure out how to get that time a little bit faster. Um, and whether you're the first kid or the 30th kid on the team, you've always got a goal that you can try to achieve. And um, I'll bring up Jasmine Dub, my one senior that's just graduated. Unbelievable what that girl accomplished yeah. in four years. And I don't know if she didn't have that a goal at the time. It would have been a, probably a struggle. It's hard. It's hard. But um, so for her, that was it. And it worked out well because she always had a goal to try to break and PR and so forth. And um, but, yeah, for all those kids out there to listen, they're on the fence. Go for it. Give it <laughs> yeah. a shot. Uh, don't just give it a one day and done. Um, give it some time. And if it's not for you, fine. But if it is. Um, you won't regret it down the road. Well, Will Jay's already told me he's like, "Oh, you're gonna see me running when I'm 70 down the like." Oh, you will be. He's like, "I'm gonna have the long <laughs> hair." I'm like, "I already know what this guy looks like. I've seen this guy running before." <laughs> so, last thing we'll end with: we're talking about goals. What are the goals for next season? I mean, for me, it's just being healthy and uh, mine. I mean, I have time goals, of course, but I think the most important thing for me is uh, going back to enjoying the sport and just. Um, staying healthy staying consistent and finding that satisfaction that i had in high school so you did I, find the pa announcing though in your absence yeah yeah that's true so they made a little cash on the side there <laughs> yeah i liked that um for me also kind of the same i have time goals obviously and i'd like to um contribute more in our conference meet and maybe go further in some of these um what do you call it like the more competitive meets like regionals and um cross country maybe qualify outdoor nationals I don't know we'll see but um also just like being an upperclassman I think my biggest goal for next year though is I we have a lot of freshmen coming in so I want to be um just really welcoming and build a great community and with our changing of coach just like it's kind of a breath of like fresh air and like a start of a new kind of like era for IU especially like distance so I want to see like what I can do um to contribute to just more than just running and just build like a great community for all these women coming in. So absolutely. And I want to get back one last thing. Will Jay, you ran steeplechase. Tell us quickly about that experience. Uh, 35 laps or 35 barriers. So that, I mean, that was no fun, but I, uh, I'm glad I did it. This was the year for me to kind of try out anything. And, and, um, I wanted to try it out. Uh, we, we kind of look back on it and maybe it wasn't the best idea, but it was fun. And, um, I think that gave me kind of some just uh, excitement and, and joy. And so um, that's the biggest takeaway from that. And also I'll mention, I'll go back to what Claire was talking about with uh, younger uh, athletes. I'm going to be the captain of my team next year. I've, I haven't told Emerson this yet, but uh, I'm going to be captain. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. And that's probably one of my bigger goals too, is just um, to be there for my guys and um, just like pave a way in a way, because I mean, there's a legacy after you. And, and so paving is more important than anything that any time that you run. So people can't see it, but Jerry's got a tear streaming down his face right now. He's so proud. And Jerry, I guess once we get back, cause for those that don't know, so Jerry stepped, uh, down from cross country, but he's still involved in the distance program. And then of course is our distance coach for track. So what are the goals that we have for uh, distance next year? I mean, of course, Tori had a, a great 800, uh, finished fourth in the state. What are the, some of the goals that we have for next year at, at state meet? Well, uh, getting there first again. Yeah, getting there first. But, um, you know, looking across the board at all of the kids, I've got pretty much every all but one athlete back that I'll have, you know, I'll have back next year. So uh, I've got a lot of young talent on the boys' side. Um, and, of course, having Tori back is incredible, um, which – 
you know, a lot of people are like, oh, where's she going to school? I'm like, oh, she's got another year. We'll figure that out later. But um, yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. We're going we're gonna to take it. I, I keep using that word patience. We're going to be patient about it and try to figure out, you know, let's take it one week at a time and so forth. And she is running in a national meet. Tori's running a national meet here in about two weeks. So we're going to just kind of go out there, going to go out to Philly, out to Penn, actually, and uh, see what she can do out there. But um, right now, it's a long way off. It's kind of we just finished much. yeah we just finished and i'm still kind of thinking about this race in two weeks but uh and of course they got a big cross-country season so we'll see how that goes hopefully for all those boys and girls they have a really awesome season and um, they get a break from me which uh, hopefully that's a good thing um get away from me for a little bit and uh, coach kern takes over and does a good job so they're already back at it getting some getting some miles in and uh it's exciting. Yeah, so. I think after Tori broke her sixth record, uh, Claire tweeted, she's like, why don't you leave some <laughs> records for the rest of yeah. us? Yeah, I was like, hmm, which one's next? The 200? Are uh, we going to jump down to that? I don't know if like, she could. <laughs> she did run I think, did she run one 200 she this year? She did run oh, wait, one. does she have? No, it's the 400 record. It's the 400. Yeah, um, yeah she's got the 4, 8, 16, 32, <laughs> 4 by 8, and almost got the 4 by 8. And four. you were on that 4 by 8 with her, correct? I was, yes. So you're I still up there on the, <laughs> on the record board, so that's good. My state debut, yeah. <laughs> the 4 by 8. Well, guys, I want to thank you all so much for, for joining us. Uh, this is kind of what the goal is of this season, is to bring back some alumni. And, uh, speaking of Tori, we're hoping to have uh, Coach Bengal, Bella, and Tori all on an episode. Bella just went back to Nashville, so we're going to have to phone her in like we did last year, and then we got Coach Fisher tomorrow, and then who knows, hopefully we can maybe get uh, Debbie Hill. Uh, she's having quite the season. They actually are playing today in the title game for Division Three softball. So, But appreciate you all coming back. Any Anything going on this summer that we should know about? Just running. Mm. <laughs> Lots of miles out of these yeah. two. Yeah. I just started running. <laughs> so. Claire's right. running more miles than me. So No. <laughs> well, right now. Not the end. You'll have your 20 mile long run. So I can <laughs> grab my bike behind you. Make sure you're okay. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's where I'll be. Yep. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much. That does it for our very first episode, season three of Chit Chat with Corley. We'll see you next time.